Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com What's up? It is 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about bills around the country, Oklahoma, New York, Hawaii, Wyoming. We're also going to get into a little bit of international cannabis news. So let's just get right into it. Hey, Megan. Basketball Jones. (laughs) Hey, Google. Stop. What did you think of Tommy Chong? We just got done recording with Tommy Chong. Um, thank you for joining us to another episode of Cannabis Legalization News. My name's Tom. You can find me on Instagram at Cannabis Industry Lawyer. I'm Miggy. You can find me everywhere. And phone call has been hung up on. So, man. Um, that was great, dude. I mean, we learned so much. So much about Tommy Chong that uh, you guys are going to want to like hit the like button, hit the subscribes, and then you will get noticed because we will be coming live with Chong. Well, not live, but we we can premiere it and then we can hit up in the the live chat. So, welcome yeah. to all the members. We're a member, so please feel free to join our site. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have the first of our exclusive member content out. I'm doing a webinar on New Jersey. Then what I'll do is I'll post it unlisted on uh our 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 youtube channel but i'll I'll select it so it'll be for members only and so like that's just one of the benefits of joining its lounge member and then the next one up is uh miggy miggy next and then i'll 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 start making more content you know i've been just hyping up for this morning like the 9 a.m conversation with tommy chung like 9 a.m i think we probably just waking up yeah but like didn't it seem like he was just waking up too like like, bro, well, he is in L.A. He is in yeah. L.A. But we're on the same time uh, in the same. In the, I'm, I'm in the East Coast or West Coast, too. So, I mean, I, I feel him. I mean, I imagine Tommy Chung mornings are like, get up whenever the fuck you want. <laughs> Do what you want. Well, it sounds like he kind of gets up pretty early. Yeah, right. The routine. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you were going to find out when you watch the Chong episode, he is an inventor. What is the inventor of? We should have this, uh, you know, but this isn't going to be a, a test. We are going to play uh, Name That Strain a little bit later, but uh, it was a pretty busy week in cannabis legalization news. Yeah. A lot of things did not yet happen, but they might be happening here toward the end of the week. So why don't we get into it? Well, uh, marijuana legalization bills died in three states this week as others move forward. Uh, marijuana legalization bills died in, uh, let's see, Maryland, Hawaii, and Wyoming. 
Um, well, I think we all saw the Wyoming one coming. Maryland, that's too bad. We had not been reporting on that. So, like, we really didn't think that Maryland was going to come uh, to fruition, to be honest. And then uh, Wyoming, yeah, clearly didn't. Hawaii, that is kind of surprising. Hawaii, I figure, because they have such a culture there, like Roger Christie, Will, uh, Woody Harrelson, even, what's his name? Uh, Willie Nelson, I think, had a place out in Hawaii. So, like, they have a, a vibrant vegetarian and, like, cannabis community in Hawaii. Right. And, and you know, but that's the same thing with, with Southern California. People thought California was going to be the first state to legalize just because of this whole like sunshine hippie preconception, you know, I, I, it doesn't exist. That's not real. No, like then New York, not New York, uh, California took a, a lot longer to legalize simply because of the illegal culture that's there. They're like, hey, you know, let's not mess with the good thing here. I'm being able to make some money on a fairly not that dangerous kind of way. Um and still, like, I mean, a lot of the difficulties in California is, like, trying to convince them to get licensed. Yeah. Uh, it says, Mickey, your mic good? Is my mic good? Can you hear me? Yeah, okay? your mic. You sound great, man. You sound great. Okay. So, uh, But one of the problems was when we were with Chong, we were using Zoom. And so I was using my computer as the microphone. My bad. But let's get in some news articles. What else are we reporting? Let's see. Here's an echo. That's where it, so... Uh, maybe I, I, I thought I had everything canceled out. I don't know. What a morning. Uh, Biden won't end marijuana related White House firings until federal legalization press secretary says mm. like, I mean, and this story was brought out to uh, by our boys that were in Illinois. Um, oh, yeah. President Biden could theoretically end the policy of firing White House staff over marijuana use himself. Press Secretary Jen Pisinski. Pisaki uh, said on Wednesday, but that's not happening as long as cannabis is federally legal. They, they take the weak stance, and that's the problem with, like, uh, uh, policymakers. And, you know, there's always this weak uh, position that you can – it's easier to say no than to say, well, let's give it a chance. It's fucking yeah, ridiculous. Well, if you say no, you don't have to do anything new. Yeah. Is, is that what we're uh, advocating for, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're advocating for. They're advocating for continuing to arrest and fire people. So I'm not sure who was let go at the Biden White House. But if it was you and you're joining us, hey, drop us a line in the comments. And then also, don't forget to register for our webinar. Tomorrow we're doing that webinar for our members, Jersey episode. um, uh, So you can sign up. We'll drop that as hopefully the first comment. And so hopefully the first comment. We can't put our our links in – our descriptions because that's gotten us uh, grounded before on the channel but we can try to put it as the first comment we still have about 30 30 seats left and we'll probably do another email blast so don't forget to sign up for our stuff over at cannabislegalizationnews.com you can subscribe to our newsletter there those people really should reach out reach out to marijuana mama reach out to us we would love to have your conversation as far as like how it happened that you got fired, you know, and I, I think it's unfortunate, though, um, kind of like with uh, Lowell Eggmire, the first cannabis activist who spoke out, he went to jail for a year and then said, OK, I'm done advocating. I'm hoping these guys didn't feel comfortable enough to put it out there, get fired and say, OK, I'm done saying being a responsible adult or whatever. You know, now I got to fake it again. Ridiculous. Right. I, I really hope they, they speak out. Yep, that'd be great. And then, um, uh, you know, it's people don't like to speed out because it's going to jeopardize them. And so, like, people are just way less likely to stick their neck out if it's going to result in them being punished or them taking like a lack of other income or respect or, or anything. And so, that whole judgmental aspect of it, you know, what I didn't really have time, John. 
And this is something that you're going to find out um, if you tune in on Sunday for our Chong episode. Uh, he's a religious man. Yeah, well, I think he's more spiritual than religious. I mean, he's not. I mean, he does definitely. He was raised in, when he told a story. Like, and that was another thing, right? Like, that was funny because. Did you hear my question? Because I think he misinterpreted what I was saying. And, and, we, and I was, we are, we're going to try to weave it together. But then, yeah, there was. It wasn't the best. Uh, like, I'm asking questions. You're asking questions. We both wanted to ask a question at the same time because it's like, what? How'd you do all the stuff? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You find yeah. out. You find out how we did all the stuff. It was fascinating. Well, and plus, Tommy Chung was like a grandpa on Zoom. I think is awesome. Like, I, and that's where when I asked him about like if they could do like a Cheech and Chong, was what you going to find out? You need to find out because he answers and it made me cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, could legalize weed if it wanted to a bill filed by dallas-based state representative jessica gonzalez would give counties and municipalities the choice to legalize recreational weed by or- order of ordinance neat House bill 3248 could also impose a 10 percent tax on weed products a tenth of the tax would go toward regulation another 10 10 percent would pay for cannabis testing and quality control that's that's interesting uh it's the first time i heard about a uh state reinvesting in its own that makes sense <laughs> testing and quality control testing and quality control would be great and then 20 percent going to participating local governments for oversight and the rest goes to the foundation school fund and that's right um because the texas governor who was our president that did ask our the question is our children learning <laughs> Uh, can finally now help uh, pay for those children's educations by legalizing cannabis in Texas. And shout out to Texas Normal. They came on our show earlier. Um, uh, Hopefully they're being very, very active and vocal trying to get HB 3248 through Texas. I'm going to put that uh, probability of passing at 5%. Well, this is just for uh, uh, a city, though. So... How does that work? How do you pass a bill in the state for just your city? Or it just gives counties no, no, it, it, it allows. Yeah, Dallas could legalize weed if it wants to. A bill filed by Dallas-based state rep, Jessica Gonzalez, would give counties and municipalities the choice to legalize recreational weed by ordinance or order. And so now it's going to be similar to California, Michigan, any other state that legalizes uh, in the sense that uh, municipalities don't have to legalize it. So it's just like, hey, if you if you want to legalize it uh, in the 40 states that don't follow Dylan's rule and they actually have home rule communities, uh, I, I just don't think that you can – uh, legalize it without letting the state say, no, you, counties can go ahead and legalize it now, but there's just no way they're going to leave it up to the counties. It'd be awesome yeah, if Texas legalizes that way. Sure, and then, and then I, I just, was just rethinking through my interpretation of the headline, because I guess Dallas is just given to going to be legalizing it pretty much. Like, that would be, I guess Dallas would be a place to be. Uh, no. Well, if Dallas, again, like no cities in Texas could legalize it, this could pass. No municipalities legalize. It just allows the municipalities to legalize, which is fascinating. You know, I don't necessarily think that I mean, that's one way. Dallas has the most opera houses. Dallas is very cultured. Like you would, you know, this uh, perception that we think about blue and red and places like Texas. There's definitely a reason why we think of Texas in a certain way, but they're also up in the 21st century, you know, they're, they're with us in the present times. 
you know, well, not all. I don't know. I mean, like Texas is just a very conservative bastion, but now that there's so much stuff coming out of Oklahoma and the, the lower regulation aspect of the cannabis, uh, um, you know, marketplace for medical in Oklahoma, maybe that's going to spur Texas ahead. I just don't think that Texas is ready to legalize it yet. It'd be interesting to see polling data on it, but I, you know, Texas is fairly conservative. Well, they did go, yeah, but they went purple. Uh, this past uh, election, it was so close, right? Do you remember, like, everybody going, Texas is about to flip? Is this going to be a thing? But th- then, of course, mm-hmm. old thinking takes over, and people are just like, like you said, they don't want to try anything new. They're just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go all Republican. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go all Democrat. Yep. Like, there's no. We're not going to change anything. Everything's fine. By the way, another mass shooting. It's not the time to talk about it. Whatever we do, don't change anything. Uh, legalizing weed, it's not the time to legalize weed. At least they do they say that to us? They basically do. I mean, that's essentially what the Biden administration's saying. They're like saying, yeah. no, no, we're not going to hire them back. It's not the time to legalize weed. We have to go take care of gun control or we have to go take care of the coronavirus. Or we have to go take care of every other issue except for legalizing weed. Meanwhile, in Texas's neighbor, New Oklahoma bill would allow Texans to access medical marijuana program. What? Yes. If Oklahoma House Bill 2022 passes the state Senate, medicinal cannabis will be as accessible to Texans as legal gambling is. The bill would open the state's medical weed program to residents from all 50 states. Under the current program, only people with medical licenses from the other states qualify for the program. Additionally, the bill extends the length of time states qualify for the program. Uh, So a, a, a medical weed license is valid from 30 days to two years for non-residents guess who's going to oklahoma after he gets his corona shot <laughs> seriously though i'm telling you though, oklahoma has so much promise because oklahoma has the model that washington had you know that the, it's just a real fair market if you want to have great weed at low prices have a fair market you know but oklahoma rep scott fettgater who filed a bill told the oklahoman there are patients out there that need longer opportunities, whether they have cancer or some other medical issues. So I felt it was necessary to just extend that out so they're not having to constantly renew the license. I, I, I think that's great, but, uh, you know, there's the other line uh, reason why. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I mean, why else is not Vermont? Illinois sells a lot of weed. Illinois sells a lot of weed to non-Illinois residents. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure. Okay, bro. Well, no, that's it. I mean, like uh, Oklahoma has got a large border with Texas. I'm assuming it's not just all cattle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, New York lawmakers overcome marijuana legalization impasse by an expect bill in next day or so, says marijuana moment. Top New York senator said the lawmakers and the governor have successfully resolved an outstanding issue in marijuana legalization negotiations related to impaired driving, setting the age for formal introduction of new bill text within days. Really, well, that's fantastic. Let's well again, like the driving is often a sticking point. The underage use and criminality was a sticking point for New Jersey. Yeah. Again, don't forget to sign up for our uh, webinar on New Jersey. It's going to be exclusive for our member content. So if you join as one of our members, you'll get the webinar. Then I'm going to recapture a lot of it and create smaller <laughs> vignette videos about the specific license types that are out there. New Jersey has six main license types and two or well, three sub license types thereon. 
So it's a really interesting um, rubric that they got brewing out there. And I'm not sure if New Jersey is going to then kind of be replicated by New York and, and Virginia and Pennsylvania or how it's going to play out. But, um, you, you know, know I've got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. I guess for you that we, uh, you know, I was just on the Chill Noise podcast and uh, something I was pondering yesterday about the, the way we infrastructure the, the legal market, right? The way recreational exists and the players, right? All the big players are all these conglomerate companies, Cresco's, uh, Tilray's, whatever. <laughs> you, you're familiar with the concept, right? You know, buy local, how your dollar stays more. You know, ninety yeah. percent of it will stay right. Yeah, that's the name of the the cannabis company that I made up that I use as my uh, cannabis company, Local Cannabis. Okay, so then like all these tillaries and shit, not technically are local if you think about the funding because all that money still got to funnel to the top to pay for the tillery lawyers and the whatnots. Like, you know, the infrastructure really is not for American people. Like the general no, public, no. Re- well, again, it's not even for investors. There's no return on equity in most of these, and so mm-hmm. like, there's no dividends that they're paying out. Most of the common shareholders aren't the preferred shareholders. They just kind of get appreciation of value. But um, you know, since I did that cannabis stocks episode, the cannabis stocks are just getting killed, and they were getting killed today. But I don't know where my cell is. Otherwise, I'd check the the. You know the tickers. Um, let's uh, let's let's discuss a little bit more before we catch a four twenty somewhere. A little bit more about the New York law. To because yeah. we'll probably be hopping back on as soon as we have like a vote one way or another. Because like, shit, man, uh, well, they haven't passed it in either house, have they? They haven't passed it huh. in the house. They haven't passed it in the Senate. Cuomo hasn't been accused lately uh, and so like hopefully that's getting behind or like that's becoming a, a less of a pressing news story but uh, you never you never know i mean like well, i couldn't senate- believe how trump would have like a catastrophe and then how does he get the last catastrophe off the headlines new catastrophe but that's the the manipulation the the showmanship right it's the the shell game of bullshit except they're just funneling so much crap at you you're like how do i decipher which crap to actually be mad about like Uh, and then they like look over here look over here look over here you know they're they're just trying to whatever there's purple elephants over here don't think about them purple elephants. i mean they're they're trying to get you to look at something else besides what's going on with them so i don't know how long it's going to take for the senate and the house to both pass the um uh, the legislation but uh uh, hopefully we're going to be going on the news here soon. We need to find out when the New York legislative session ends. Typically legislative sessions end in the late spring, you know, uh, the Memorial day holiday. Uh, same with New Mexico. We're probably going to be jumping on when New Mexico legalizes because their governor, and this might actually be one of our stories later. So I don't necessarily want to take the lid off that. But, but this is how sexy the, the the process is, right? We need to find out the schedule. You need to know like the agenda for those days. Like this is how legalization happens. You have to follow the goddamn uh, routine and protocols and you, you'll have a better understanding of knowing, okay, well, like for us with the homegrown bill, it finally died on March 18th. Like we know, like that was the last time that committee met, was never brought to the floor. All of a sudden, you're just like, all right, great. Now, how, the, the question is, how do you get your bill heard in that committee? How do you force those people in that committee to push forward your agenda? That's why I'm not holding my breath on the uh, the Schumer type uh, uh, showmanship. But, you know, yeah. if you want something to write something yeah. is coming, according to Schumer. You know, we got such good viewing on that. Like, we have like over 14,000 views on that Schumer episode. And the only thing it tells you is nothing. 
nothing. So here's a little bit more nothing about New York. Uh, State Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins, who is a Democrat, said on Tuesday that the legislature is really, really, really close on marijuana. Following negotiations with executive staff office over recent weeks, we have gotten past the impasse of the impaired driving. All right. So has that been reflected in both houses? Because they have to pass the same bill. And then it can go be signed by uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who has ceded to them two other key components, one allowing adults to cultivate cannabis for personal use. So home grow is coming, hopefully, to New York, home grow. And then also another one concerning how to allocate marijuana tax revenue for social equity purposes, which is is big because very often the, the revenue is the only thing that doesn't ever get like screwed up in a social equity equation. And Nicholas has a great point, though. It's, it's gaslighting, like politics and, uh, you know, the agendas and like fucking Kamala Harris saying that she smoked weed with, you know, listening to Tupac. But then here we are where you're, you changed your opinion to side with Biden or, you know, all these guys are just full of shit. Well, you hang, know on. hang on. You know what that means? When it's full of shit and you feel stressed out and you look at the clock, it's 20 past the hour. You know that it is. You know what we haven't played yet this week? Name that strain. Probably, we should probably start playing Name the Strain after it's 420 somewhere. Because that allows us to talk to the audience to make sure that they have sufficient amount of time to name that strain. And I would also like to apologize to the uh, people listening in their cars while they are commuting for the wonderful commentary and content on this. So let's get a picture of the strain. There it is, as for description purposes for those of you listening at your cars at home, uh, which is kind of strange that you would listen to our podcast in your car. But still, it is a beautiful flowered strain that has, uh, how would you describe its, um, its, its, uh, I love this is a glistening beauty. So this this one has. Uh, beauty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got the trichomes, the white, structure. the trichome the, the, structure, the red hairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the red uh, you hair. know, this is all encompassing, like old school looking bud. Um, it's frosty, you know, it's very yes. frosty. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder how dense it is. Like that'd be a thing, right? Is it, it looks dense, pretty nicely dense. You know, uh, well, I'm not sure. We can't really get our hands on it, so we don't know what the smell profile is. But uh, it does look pretty darn delicious. And so, if you have a nice tasty nug at home, it kind of looks like that. Why don't you go pay that tasty nug a visit? And then, if you have a concept of what that strain is, Mister Dad is guessing sour D. Teddy Spaghetti is going with orange dream. Uh, let's see. Uh, he is saying, "How about today?" never heard of that strain q a and then there's some gelato some super lemon skunk all right uh miggy if you see the person who has gotten because like this is coming to us from uh well we can get into the hints after we do some more news if you see uh, anybody who gets it close you know let us know that they win well, we, got, that strain. we got a second hint and then lauren i need you to type me the name of the thing because i didn't read the uh the pre-information oh, don't worry about it i'll just go to the next article while you're there doing so Nikki Fried legalizing cannabis solves a lot of problem and creates none. This is out of the Tallahassee report, uh, Tallahassee reports. So the Tallahassee report is uh, saying that uh, Nikki Fried, Nikki Fried is the Florida Agricultural Commission and a former candy lo- cannabis lobbyist whose fiance created a cannabis company with Fred's father recently tweeted that legalizing cannabis solves lots of problems and creates none. 
on. She serves for the talent uh, at no Steve Stewart at Tallahassee reports, then goes into a bunch of reefer madness reports. We can get to that bunch of reefer madness reports in a moment. But like, this is the one time that Florida is not being Florida. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Florida is about to be Florida. Let's get back to the reefer madness reports. So in the reefer madness reports, several reports show increases in hospitalizations and suicides due to the legalization of marijuana. In 2019, a top U.S. government mental health official noted that it's time for Americans to understand there are substantial risks with marijuana. So as you can see. Um, what they purported to say, like, oh, we're fine. This is going to be great. As soon as they said that, then it's just, here's a whole bunch of crap. Well, that's, that's well, I mean, because she's from Florida, and uh, that's why I was saying Florida before, but of course, that's why I also sent you the report, because the bullshit, like, now here's the why she's wrong part. Like, ah, oh, you, you make full sentences, and I know it's English, and I know it's like there's a pronoun and a verb and a, and a period, but it's still empty as shit. There's still no, you know, and someone believes this. Some some little old lady that fucking gets scammed by uh, uh, Indian scammers about how the IRS is going to freeze her social security number. That's who believes this shit, <laughs> you yep. know? Hang on, though. She also pointed out that hospitalizations more than doubled for serious mental health disorders among 18 to 25 year olds nationally from 2012 to 2018. Can we fact check that? Uh, She cited a study in July that shows a 77 percent increase in suicide death from 2010 to 2015 amongst Colorado students aged 10 to 19 with marijuana in their systems. Yeah. So, like, no, anybody fact checks these, or does she just go with them? And, and, well, it's not her. This is these are all the writers. The writer, if you know. No, it was Steve Stewart at the Tallahassee Reporter. Yeah, Steve Stewart's a dick. Uh, um, the 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 uh, AG lady. Uh, I mean, she made a point. She said nothing wrong happened. Like, she's like legalized weed, and then in the world hasn't happened. Like, why is this guy referencing other states and shit when you can just look at your own state? Because you have a medical record uh, uh, laws. You already had that in place. How long has it been now? A year. Two years for Florida's medical program. Florida's medical program has been there since 2018, I think. Okay, so like there's there's your thing. Now look at your local. That's the problem. It's that shell game, right? Let's look over here, even though we have a program too. And and but that's not happening. This bullshit that I'm telling you isn't happening here. But it could, even though it's not. Perhaps I'm still trying to find the uh, the documentation. And so like now I'm on uh, the official government site and I'm trying to find like any type of graphs that would show, you know, this going up. But they uh, they do have some publications it says these tables prevent present information. I'm like, OK, where are these tables? Where are the tables? Uh, maybe it's the tab. Detailed tables. PDF. It's probably the same science as that Giuliani uses. Giuliani does not use scientists. You know that. And the pillow guy. I'm just saying, like, they came up with all these charts and fake-ass numbers, and you're like... They, I still haven't this... gotten to the charts. There's still no, no charts. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So I'm trying to find charts, but uh, the, the problem is the charts, they just they just aren't there. Let's see, though. Uh, Eleanor Mc... Are we in the same one? Yeah. Uh, Eleanor McCann's cast, Department of Health and Human Services, said it's time for Americans to understand there's substantial risk with marijuana. It's a non-toxic plant, lady. Like, 
Coca-Cola is more damaging than right. cannabis. Like you leave Coca you pour Coca-Cola on a piece of wood, it'll eat through the wood, the acidic properties. It'll eat through your teeth. If you had right. your teeth picking them out and soaking in cannabis will make you more flexible. <laughs> I don't know what to yeah. say. Oh, by the yeah. way, I'm sad I didn't get a show taught me this. What was that? My grinder. Ah. What's the grinder do? It grinds. But I'm just saying it's a, it's a Tommy Chong grinder. It's a, uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I mean, while we're talking about bullshit, I'm just excited that, like, we had Tommy Chong today. Like, come on, my day's done. I'm done today. No, no. And I shouldn't be trying to research these things, but whenever I read studies about things, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to start manipulating the manipulations. And there ain't nothing that you can do like manipulate studies, especially if the data set is huge. The data set's large enough. You can make it send, say, pertinent or anything, uh, provided that you control uh, the, the data how you want it to. Um, but, guy, well, well, look at no, that. Cause you're, funny. you're like me. We, we do deep dives in actual. Oh, 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 oh. Well, what? We got, so it. got it. Well, we got it. Jack Herrer. Jack Herrer. Jack Herrer, the, the man, the myth, the legend, and the terpenaline dominant strain. So he, he, and and uh, he was an indica guy. He, he didn't like it. He was a, this is a sativa. Like he, he likes, he's, he's an indica guy or what's RIP. Good on you, dude. But you know, this writer, that, uh, the Nikki Fry, because she's a, a Department of Agriculture, I believe is her job in Florida. She actually has, yeah, Florida Agriculture Commissioner is what she is. Mm-hmm. And this writer, dude, has got one, two, three, five, like just negative articles about her. Like, again, this is the bullshit reporting non factual. Let me clickbait you. Oh, Florida. Let me keep let me keep marijuana illegal because if I let somebody come onto the scene that's competing against my opioid drugs, I'll make less money. Think yeah, about the profits. Think about the children. It's always about the children. It's always about, no, it's uh, the thing is, and that's one thing we didn't talk about. Like, uh, we talked to Tommy Chong about uh, how people used to always smoke in the 50s and how parties were disgusting back then. And the government like supported it. Uh, we didn't touch on like how that was true. And that was like kind of the, the marching orders. Remember in the 90s when the tobacco executives like swore to Congress that their products did not addict and kill people? That was like in the, the 90s that they were still swearing to Congress they didn't addict and kill people. If mm. there's a profit motive involved, people will go down with the ship. They will believe whatever they need to believe. So the profits just keep coming. Yeah. I mean, this uh my championing for capitalism, like true capitalism, because as someone who works in uh, quality assurance, you 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 enable a lot of messed up things when you make uh, when you incentivize uh, competition for actual quality assurance, which it shouldn't be. It should be just like a simple uh, yes or no. This is good or bad. Now, there's no gray area, <laughs> you know. And, and of course, though, when we have people locked up behind bars for a plant that's legal in what 16 states uh, our nation's capital uh, yeah. it's all about because that's the process that we got when in actuality it's just pure bullshit like like yeah. no matter how you look at it this is just wrong that's a, a thing that's our blight of american justice the the you know like when tommy got into that smoking story you know i think we didn't get more into it because he led into a really dark sad story that uh yeah. really you should check, check it out when but check again the effects of tobacco smoking, right? Like this was encouraged by the government. Like, yeah, it's okay. You know, that's why someone pointed out, why do we have smoke breaks, but not drink breaks? And it's because 
it was so common for tobacco smoking that it, this uh, your 10 minute smoke break is a negotiation society made with tobacco companies for losing their, their ads and all this other shit. Like just like why prohibition for alcohol didn't work. People were so going to do it anyways. And uh, you know, you enable the, the bad shit, you enable the, 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 the criminality. Well, let's keep going with that criminality, bad shit stuff. Uh, cops caught an amputee with $400 in medicinal weed. So they took his car and his cash. Vice News is reporting that 23-year-old, uh, it's Q-U-A-N. Is that going to be like Can, Kane, Quan? Uh, Holt has been tried, or treated like a drug kingpin, but he still has not been indicted on any charges. So they've just made him late and took his shit, which, of course, yeah. why? Yeah, and, and the plant, the weed, period. Uh, the weed was medicinal. The 23-year-old father of two bought it from a website called Be Pain-Free Global after being hit by an 18-wheeler truck more than two years ago. So he thought he was doing the right thing because he's online. Mm-hmm. There's a website. You would think so nobody nefarious is going to have a blatant website. Like, you're going to have to oh, go on the dark yes, web. They are. Let's, I'm, I'm sure, like, if we thought that uh... – you know, the, the, the non-regulated California dispensaries that were all listed on weed maps before they cracked down were a thing. Just wait for federal legalization. The number of unlisted or unlicensed cannabis sales online is going to be obscene. I'm at their website right now and find and buy any medicinal cannabis online at affordable prices. So, yeah, it seems like this is going to probably be like a... Uh, uh, and no, you have to sign up for an account and everything, dude. This poor guy got caught up in some bullshit. Um, but in Phoenix, Alabama, where he lives, weed for any purpose is still illegal. I wonder if this is just a CBD weed. It might not even be real weed. Like what? And cops arrested him on a serious drug charges last year. They also took his Dodge Challenger, nearly six thousand in cash, and his licensed goods for good measure. Why? And uh, Mike Segres, Holt's attorney, told Vice News. It was almost a perfect storm. If you look at stereotyping, he's a young black man that's in a flashy car. He's got guns. He's got money. And he's got drugs on him. Same drugs. There's an automatic assumption. Hey, he must be well, dealing. Well, Alabama, like the law is that they are drugs. And so that's one of the things, you know, shout out to Alabama. Let's get some medical, you know, cannabis laws in your books so that you can actually help people out as opposed to like arresting them. Yeah. But if this was bought on a website with the CBD premise, though, isn't it still federally legal? Isn't it still? Uh, don't forget thumbs up. Like how are we? How are they able to enabled? And that's the thing about prohibition. It enables this. It enables you to take this this thing that's not a crime, especially federally with a CBD shit, and then say it's a crime. And then this poor guy doesn't have the funding to to fight. You know, lawyers' cost, uh, the paperwork, the know how to get his shit out. You know, that's. In Alabama, where uh, Holt lives, 55% of civil forfeiture cases where criminal charges are filed relate to cannabis. Remember civil forfeiture cases? It's where they take your shit and then they try to get see how well you can defend yourself. You know, it's it's one of those deals where it's like, hey, you can't use that money. That's evidence. And, and he was he, Holt's chiropractor was the one who suggested to check out P, Be Pain Free Global, the, the website that offers the telehealth providers to in California who can recommend medical cannabis and medical products to them. So, I, again, the uh, when I posted this article in our in our group, the Facebook group, uh, Free THC, um, some of the comments, you know, and this is something that always happens with activism. Like in my opinion, always be true. 
no matter what amount, no matter what it is, you're not guilty. It's not, it's like getting caught with like, uh, tomatoes. So yeah, tomatoes, right. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the comments were like, well, you should have known better, but you don't know better when you try to do the right thing. He went to a website. He, he, he got the prescription. He, he thought, and that's the problem too, with even legal States, like with our, my friend Adela, who's facing mm-hmm. prosecution, even though she could be a viable patient, like you prosecute people and, and, and there's no reason. There's no why there's no saving anybody. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. Like this guy tried everything he do to do the right thing. And, 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 and then it's, it's bullshit as well that you know this is almost reminds me of that poor guy that got like taken down by verano and then had to go to federal court to sue him so like exactly. if this is a fly-by-night or like if this is a gray market operator in california that has medical recommendations and they're shipping medical weed out of california to people in in alabama that's something the DEA could go after, you know, that's, that's yeah. stuff where it's, it's, it's illegal. And then it's, you know, uh, um, and so that they're doing that and they're that brazen. I mean, it reminds me of the, uh, the article that was going around is little financial. Remember that was it called ease? Was that the payment platform? Oh yeah. Purported payment platform, the triple P program, the purported payment platform for cannabis. And there ain't none. And so like when this this company was coming up, I was kind of, you know, well, that doesn't sound right. And then the guy got popped. I'm like, yeah, that does sound right. Uh, and yeah. so um, do we have a copy of that article? Yeah, because that with the um, it, it, it had to do with payment, right? The codes. Yeah, SDNY jury convicts two of trafficking or tricking banks on pot prosecutions. And this is uh, a direct result of, um, let me flip this over to Lauren and see if she can share it. It's just going to be a blurb, which is, of course, fine, simply because um, well, it's, it's kind of how it is. And so uh, let's, let's, let's yeah. go to that article real quick. That's SDNY. That's the Southern District of New York. Jury convicts two of tricking banks on pot transactions. And so uh, that one is the, uh, there, there it is. A, they, so these two people, and then they put their names and how old they are. Uh, scheming to defraud banks by tricking them into processing more than 150 million of transactions on behalf of San Francisco-based Ease, a cannabis selling app nicknamed the Uber of pot. And so when this sucker was coming out, I was always very, very um, confused by how they were doing it. They were saying like, you know, you can use your credit card to pay for weed. And I'm like, but how did you get around the merchant codes? Turns out that they didn't. They were just committing fraud. And and that's why they've been convicted of this bank fraud. But then here's the problem. Um, So the more act passes. Do they get a pardon? Did they get expunged? Is this exactly. a crime then? You know? Well, my question too is like, so my question, as you mentioned the word fraud and defraud, right? Fraud, doesn't that imply that there was money lost? There was lost, like, it seems like no. they're guilty of just having different paperwork, like not using the right paperwork. That's, no, it's uh, fraud doesn't necessarily mean the money has to be lost, you know, which is great if like the money's not lost, like if they didn't spend all the money, but like with the credit card transaction type of thing, you know, that $150 million, that was $150 million of the product. And then the transaction fees are probably like five, 10%, like something like sure. that, you know? 
Uh, and so there's that. But then the way that the fraud statutes are written, there's what they call elements of the cause of action. And so each element must be proven by a preponderance. Well, with fraud, yeah, it's still by a preponderance of the evidence. Uh, and so I think and so like they don't have to prove it by any more than 51 percent. And so the way that they find it is this intentional lying. So the fraud is the lie to allow the transaction to occur. If they didn't lie to the credit card processors to say it was something besides what it actually was, they couldn't have done it. But is it lying when that's not an option for you? Like, is it lying when there's no check on there that says medical cannabis or recreational cannabis? There's, it's it's not lying. You're not allowed to sell it. But they are. Well, I understand. I understand. And and now, you know, you kind of are in the shoes of this Mr. Advocon and Mr. Uh, Wiegand, uh, who have now been found guilty on single count of bank fraud conspiracy. Now, you see, they didn't get them on complete bank fraud, but then they still did get them on the conspiracy of the bank fraud. But then, so is this going to be a huge ass fine or is this loss of time? I mean, either way, it's not right. But what happens to these guys? Oh, we'll have to see. Let's see. Custody. Let's see. German citizen. Wiegand was a German citizen. Uh, so June 25th is a sentencing date. And one's a, a non-American? That's uh... Yes. And that was one of the things that they were using to get around it. And I'm like, well, okay. That's a house of cards. And then the guy came through LAX or something like that. Oh, that's right. And he got arrested. Yeah. Do you think though they could do this to an American though? Would they put somebody in behind bars? Like, yeah. would it cause a stink yeah. though? You think though? Yeah. Like, they yeah. should. I think would cause a stink. Uh, it's but it's 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 like textbook like it's it's textbook bank fraud what they did, and so you know I mean, I mean like it's it's one of the easiest crimes that they probably had to prove. Uh, it, 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 yeah. But it, here's why you're frustrated, because, it, it, like I said before, anything with cannabis is not a crime. So if these guys had an option to... I, I, it's, it's not a crime in... in uh, Morality-wise. Objective, universal truth. Right. It is a crime under our imperfect <clears throat> federal laws. And our imperfect federal laws are not congruent with universal truth. And that's why we're here at Cannabis Legalization News. Don't forget to smash and likes and subscribe and tune in on Sunday with Tommy Chong. But um, uh, yeah, and, and so that's that's kind of like that edge that's there in the sense that they defined cannabis to be this poison, even though it's not. And then they defined what money laundering or, or bank fraud is. Uh, and, and they fulfilled it according to the 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 myth this the illinois not illinois america doesn't really exist we just made it up with laws and they're just old and somebody signed them with a quill and stuff and it's like wow it looks so it's so enforceable if it's signed with a quill um and and that's just what we kind of have to remember there's a difference between universal objective truth where you're right no possession is a crime this is complete bullshit and the federal laws yeah, and, and well, and then also the interaction. So, like, it's just amazing to me that we still have this archaic bullshit of hurting lives, but at the same time, we got nanotech involved. Like, nanotech scientists breaking this space thing down. speed, and still, like, we are in the future and the past at the same time. You know what I'm saying, man? Like parallel dimensions, but like the up is down. Did we even use up. our bumper yet? No. Dude, we forgot to use our bumper with the name "The Strain." We smoke a lot of weed. Uh, we can still we do should. the bumper. We'll we'll do a shout out to the guy. Who got we it right. should show it. We should What's show it. Show the bumper. 
Shut up, Bumper. Oh, yeah, it's been for one flex. You know, uh, remember, we played name that strain, so let's let's show the strain, and then we'll show the bumper, and that'll give us a chance to taste the strain. There you go. Yeah. We also got the international bumper. We have international news coming. When we get to the international news, we can use a new bumper. We're still nanotech. We need a science. Right now we're uh, in nanotech. Bumper. We need like a like a chemistry sciencey <laughs> bumper for nanotech. They're trying to find a safe, reliable way to ingest THC without the guesswork. That was like the guest that we had on that we talked about the um, nano. The nano emulsion. And yeah. so that's basically what we're talking about here. Again, nanotech is back. The goal has always been to like make something that would be indistinguishable in a product on a Walgreens shelf. That is just a complete disconnect with whatever I think cannabis is, man. But, you know, if this is what the future is, it is space weed after all. I was well, making I these crude little gum tablets in my kitchen to just play around with. But yeah. cannabis is lipophilic, which means mm. that it loves Take the fat. Gum is just basically a wad of fat molecules, so the cannabis just stays stuck in there. Okay. And, and, but this is why um, I saw this coming, dude, like the little Listerine strips, like mm-hmm. that, that dissolve in your tongue. In Washington, man, in the medical times, uh, they infused everything, dude. There was infused toothpicks. There was infused, uh, 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 you know, just everything, you know. And, and, and so, like you're saying, your experiment with this – it was people now trying probably since that time, how do you get this water soluble? And that's the, that's the key ingredient, right? So, so it breaks down and gets absorbed into whatever component and have that uh, uh, even dosage. Oh, lost Tom. Tom's down. All right. How y'all doing? Welcome to my show now. <laughs> oh, you're gone! <laughs> All right. Let's see what else is going on. Oh, hey, Tom's coming back. Hey, did I just die? <laughs> you did. Are you plugged um, in? Uh, yeah, but uh, is this the same episode? Okay, now there's 229 people back. I was listening to Miggy discuss the future of weed, and suddenly I was dead. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, here we go. Yep. <laughs> and then I hit refresh, back to normal. Okay, so essentially, future of weed, Listerine strips. Moving on to the next story. Oh, it's it's our first international news episode. Let's hit that bumper. Himchal to legalize cannabis cultivation to boost economy out of the Hindu times. Himchal Pradesh, Himchal Pradesh is a northern Indian state in the Himalayas, and they hope to earn millions annually by undertaking the controlled cultivation of cannabis to ease its debt burdened during the COVID nineteen outbreak. Chief Minister, cannabis, of course. <laughs> the cannabis produced in the state is high quality, and there is potential to undertake its controlled cultivation under. The NDPS Act 1985. There are provisions for the cultivation, production, maintenance, and transportation of cannabis. Dude, money. That's it, brother. That's right. That's right. Himchal Pradesh is not the first state to legalize cannabis cultivation for medicinal purposes and industrial use to boost its economy. Neighboring. Ooh, do you want to try this one? Uh, let's try to pronounce this one together, everybody. I'm just going to create a small banner real quick and then we could all try to pronounce the other um i'm gonna go 
Okay, this is the other North uh, Indian state uh, near the Himalayas that has legalized cannabis. Uh, Uttarakhand. What, what did you say, Miggy? I think it's, I think it's Uttarakhand. Uttarakhand. Yeah, I think Uttarakhand is is uh, correct. If you can, if you know how to pronounce it, say that in the comments. Which, of course, makes zero sense. (laughs) After two decades of debate, the Hill State will draw up policy for the cultivation cultivation of cannabis, which is otherwise exploited for making narcotics. You know what's funny is I uh, follow an Indian uh, uh, cannabis uh, group in Reddit and. uh, they make fun of their own weed because it is wild. It's not cultivated to be seedless. And so, you know, you'd think the land of uh, land races would have like the best weed everywhere, but it's grown that way. It's cultivated. It's, it's made to, uh, 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 it, it's curated that way. You know, the, the, the weed we have is not better or stronger. It's just curated better. <laughs> Well, there's that. And then there's also crosses and then there's chemo bars and chemo types and, and all that type of stuff. And so like when they aren't trying to grow it out there and they are just kind of letting it go all natural, uh, there's something to be said for that. But you would kind of still want like if you're making hash, I would still try to pull males. I mean, if I was in Lebanon, like I'd use the land race stuff, because I've heard like if you go to Morocco and stuff, uh, a lot of the seeds that are now being grown in Morocco have come in from Amsterdam. And so a lot of the land races that went to make the Moroccan hash are now really not being used, uh, which is kind of a bummer when you think about it. But if you're trying to make hash, uh, you don't want like with sieves, you, you don't want like all the flower buds weighed down with all those seeds getting in the way and also to like kind of screw up your harvest and maybe knock off the uh, the trichomes and stuff. Yeah, no, I feel you. that'd be interesting, though, like was hash traditionally made uh, with sensimia or was it just all seeded out, uh, you know, biomass? That is a that is an interesting question. Like, how did like someone decide? You know what? I want to soak this in water. Like, you know, for me, every plant I have is sacred. I don't want to waste it. I don't want to do a rosin press. I don't want to. I mean, I don't have that much weed. I don't grow. So when I do go, when I do have weed, it's stuff I bought at the store, kind of like beer yeah. or, or juice. It's just something I have right. that I'm not going to do anything extra with. Right. And then that's the other thing, like, you know, seeds and stems with the swaggy weed, uh, despite having like a terrible terp profile, it was also you buy the same weight, but you would get less because like you have more seeds and stem weight as less uh, flower weight, you know? Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Uh, Okay, let's move on to another one. This one's great, guys. Marijuana banking bill is back. And so now it is bicameral once again. It's in both houses of Congress. Uh, Marijuana banking bill is reintroduced into the Senate with nearly a third of the chamber signing on as sponsors. As these bills have gotten out of committee and been resurrected with one Congress after another Congress, here's a historical uh, quiz we could do. When was the first Congress that the Safe Banking Act was actually introduced in? Oh, that's five years ago, six years ago, you know, again, that's why the process is so sexy. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 it's just it's easier to put someone behind bars than it is to release them. This is freaking ridiculous. Like, how long was the campaign against uh, for prohibition for the actual, you know, how long did that take? I mean, it was like, what, a, a couple uh, testimonies in Congress and then like, OK, we're going to. We're going to fuck the rest of the nation. Like, well, you know, 
Pretty much. Uh, it looks like the first one might have been uh, introduced in 2019. The Safe Banking Act was introduced in 2019, along with the, the Moore Act and the Marijuana Justice Act. The Robacher Far Amendment goes back to 2014 that defunded the Department of Justice and the DEA from enforcing the marijuana laws against state compliant medical cannabis programs. States Act was in 2018. It's a flagrant violation of the 14th Amendment. And then there's, um, you know, the Moore Act 2019, also Safe Banking Act in 2019. Uh, so that's that's not that old. I thought it would have been older than two years old. Yeah, I mean, that's actually yeah, not as bad and bleak as I make things sound, but it's still two years. Like, it's like the Schumer show. Like, let, don't tell me something's going to happen. Don't tell me some something. Right. Don't tell me something. Tell me something. <laughs> Yeah, but like how long does it take for these types of big laws to become things like, you know, a Civil Rights Act or something like that would be a good example or model. Like how many years did that have to get reintroduced, not go anywhere like in committee uh, and then like finally get out of committee, get the right uh, administration in in the office that would support it and like put it on its you know initiative. How many years did that take from like 1960 through like whenever the F was passed, like 65 or something like that? And so yeah. we're only in year two, like maybe if the state... Oh, Gosh, I hope the Safe Banking Act passes this year. But what if that's it? Like, you know, what if it's 2019? Okay, well, maybe by 2024 it'll pass. Five years down the road. I, I, I think it's like these politicians playing a long game of just waiting until every state does it state by state. Like the bullshit semantic of like, we're going to let the state's rights decide. That's, that's, that's horrible. Yeah. But it, it, it's just ridiculous because – we have Americans, human beings, losing time. Like, like I, right. I appreciate this thing that we do every two days a week. I appreciate talking to Tommy Chung this morning, and uh, you know, I got it pretty good. I, I'm not behind bars. Like, like it's it, it needs to be better, faster. Not yeah. eventually, and not something. Some something's coming. Not not a goddamn uh, movie premiere. I don't need a goddamn theater trailer. I want to know how we can fix this and, and people's lives can get not messed with like now not, yeah. like, not like tomorrow not when it all dies down it's finally time to talk about this but like now and so um yeah and, and i'm right there with you and if you guys are fans of the show and your state comes up and they're actually going to take some actions get it passed and then get it right because like our state in Illinois, it's not right yet. Like when the cheapest license that you can get to cultivate is $10 million and, and that's just to be competitive and have a shot at it, that's never, ever going to put the illicit market out of business. If the cost of going legit is rolling the dice and $10 million, that illicit market that you're trying to regulate and turn into a job creator, uh, a tax you know, uh, revenue generator, uh, and, and small business creator, you need to have like a hundred plant license, like the, the class A license in Michigan. And, yeah. and that should be like the micro cultivation license. Now, the, the one in Jersey looks like it's going to be more than that. It looks like a thousand plants. And so they've defined it. It looks like a plant is like over eight inches. And so like you, your veg plants would kind of count against your flower plants. So it would only be a thousand plant operation, including all plants, it sounds like. And then you'd have to see how like mothers and clones are defined. And so like that makes like no sense. Why is that how you started it? So keep changing the law after it came out. I'm glad that craft grower is a thing. Let's have the micro grower be a license. Let's give away an unlimited number of micro grower licenses. And all they can really do is make a hundred plants. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, who, and here's the thing, because that will help us, the individual, the, the, the citizen, the, the, the fellow American, you know, because let's face it, that's the only policy we really talk about, you know, that counts for us because this is what we're focused on. This is the, 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 the big fight. And, and um, you know, think about this way. Less than half of the states with legal markets, we, you got, we talked about at the beginning of the year, made $20 billion in generated taxes last year. That's less than half of the states. And then how I talked about at the beginning of the show when, when I said, you know, the American dollar, buy, you know, buy local. So how much of that $20 billion actually stayed generated? So that's just tax money. So then the, the actual revenue from, from that that was generated, how much of that stayed local? Not much. Probably went to all the, you know, uh, 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 Canadian and Israeli investors. Again, that's that's one of the things like, how is this going to play out? Because a lot of the publicly traded companies are relying on this $10 million entry line. Uh, yeah. And uh, OK, like what's the policy we're trying to achieve? Why are we doing these things when we're legalizing? Who's paying for it? I get that the large companies are paying for the legalization. We need to come together and pay for it more collectively, especially when they want these these types of social equity uh, access to the uh, ability to be able to create a licensed lawful product. And if we want to be able to create a licensed lawful product and put the weed man out of business by making him go legitimate, uh, you should set your regulations up to accomplish that end and not set your regulations up in such a way that only the rich people get to create that. Is that another name you're strain or is that another example of the Jack error? No, it's just an example of legal shit that I can buy. And yeah. just, you know, this is ridiculous because in price point quality, like, like we talked about before, even if like the panel was written tomorrow, tonight, today, right now, and say, okay, everybody's out of jail. Everything's done. The, the infrastructure is not there. The, 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 the legality, the store is not going to be all over the place yet. I mean, there, there might be stories all over the place. Like mm-hmm. when the cold memo was written, people popped up and yep. worked in that gray area. Right. Cause this is, this is, there's that weird gray area of like, all right, yeah. you have a cannabis store, you have a grow, you're not hurting anybody. But you're not licensed, so we're going to take all your shit. And Michael's asking about Texas cannabis news. Uh, You need to skip back like 30 minutes. We talked about it. Yeah, we did. Uh, And yeah, they have a bill going through, uh, not going through. uh, uh, It was in the floor, whatever. Yeah, look it up. (laughs) But anyways, uh, God damn it, dude. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that here in Washington, so like for Tommy Chong today, I paid, I went out of pocket and paid a lot of money for some weed. Like last week's show, I was given, you know, got my first sponsor, Washington Budco. Thank you so much. That was, oh my God. And it was so funny. So they gave me about an ounce almost. And an ounce of really good weed is like oxygen to me, dude. Like I was just bull after bull. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm at work. I'm still trying to figure out, I'm smoke. I'm, a, I'm looking forward to this shit. Like, and well, I guess off the company's books though. But, but, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I'm saying I function as a citizen with really, really good medical grade. Which I hate saying that word, medical grade, because it shouldn't be medical grade. It's just it's a it's a no, 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 this should be a medical grade or like because like uh, unless you want to call it like royal dankness, but that's just like a made up term. Like so, like you could say a pharmaceutical grade, but then like pharmaceutical grades for like a drug. And so like what's what's the high end grade of of weed? Is it dank grade? Yeah, USDA right. dank. Because like if yeah. prime be steaks, can dank be weed? <laughs> But uh, my point being is like with the markets and everything and the, and, and the legalization is this really dank 
weed that I had to pay for out of pocket. So I went to look for Washington Budco weed because I wanted to, out of faith and, and good, uh, just still represent their weed, and, and uh, even if it was out of pocket. So they gave me about two hundred dollars worth of weed, top shelf mm-hmm. weed. Smoked it all in three days because I was thought we we're going to talk to Tommy, and it was like really good at weed. Uh, when I bought something of the same quality, um, these this quarter is a hundred and four dollars. Like a quarter wow. shouldn't. $104 of, of top shelf. Like this quality. Gosh, weed, you are going to like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cut you off. I want you to continue your point, but I am going to okay. be pulling up uh, Illinois prices so that I can just like start crying for you. And so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go for it. yeah. Well, I mean, for top shelf though, I, I, I can find $40 quarters. I can find $50 quarters. Uh, but those quarters during medical times were this quality. And that's the, the 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 thing is quality and quantity haven't reached yet what it used to be in, in that fair market because of all the fucking these guys the farmer gets twenty five percent tax the uh, store gets more tax you know uh, as a citizen as a consumer I have to respect like you you have to price point things and uh, my normal go to weed is about thirty or forty dollars a quarter but because of Tom and Tommy Chung I went and got top shelf you know what I mean? all right and, well. Uh, that's- I, I, I just flipped uh, a link over to Lauren. So let's go ahead and do let's let's do our price check. Hang on. There's a bumper that I want to use on this. It's kind of like the stock bumper. I want to use the stock bumper. Uh, do we have the stock bumper? <laughs> so we're going to go to the price check. Uh, this is the recreational prices on Trinity on Glen. We have Blackberry Web. That is a two to one revolution flower. One eighth, 10%, 11% THC, 18% CBD. You might be seeing this if your state is going to try to pass a THC limiting law. That is an eighth for $65. These are adult prices. That is before tax. And then you have uh, some face melt OG by Nature's Grace. That's an eighth of an ounce. That is 3.54 grams, $55. Uh, there is a dirt. Dermid Chem by Ingrown Farms, a gram for $20. Uh, G6 by Verano, that is a $65 eighth, everybody. Uh, okay, do we have any quarters? Do we have any quarters, or is it all just an eighths? Um, I haven't seen Oh, wait, there's a quarter. A shake quarter. We can get a Nature's Grace Cresco. Uh, no, it's cre- Crescendo is the name of the strain. Shake by Nature's Grace. It's a hybrid, 24% THC, one quarter, $65. That's unfortunate, dude. I mean, I $65 for a quarter of shake. I know. I know. I got a good. I mean, like, I, as much as I'm not happy with the, the structure that we have recreationally, you know, it gives the employees rights and there's a lot of rights in the business and all this other shit that, you know, I full of force what you want legalization to be about, you know, and law enforcement doesn't give a shit for the most part. Like there's it's not perfect, but it could be better. A hundred percent home grows could happen. That, that'd yeah. be nice. <laughs> but that's ridiculous, though, man. Well, you mean sixty five dollars before tax for a quarter of shake? Yeah is ridiculous well you know let's let's end the show on something way less ridiculous uh we did talk to tommy chong today and lauren i think has uh queued up a clip of uh the promo that we have for uh later so uh let's let's share that coming up the way you've been uh used to like bullshit um like that's racism that you were dealing with and then the cheech and chong your your guys creation has like that drug stigma about it but like you've always been yeah. surrounded by bullshit ignorance right? always always i mean that's what you look for 
you know that that's that's your uh, your opponent. You know, they're playing tennis. You know, that's that that's conflict, 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 conflict. That's what made our. Other than that, you know, there were like a dime a dozen. You know, guys get together that can play music. But how many guys could get together, look good, put on a show, play music, and then uh, you know go in the parking lot and battle for a while? You know, that, right? that made us that made it that made us special. Stories like you've never heard of Tommy Chong. Like uh, if you think Tommy Chong was just a comedian, I could not. But like we talk for the first half hour. Do not mention comedy whatsoever. And then when we when I finally bring it up, I'm like, so this funny stuff that I know you for. <laughs> he goes, Man, I learned all that in my 30s. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know like he wasn't too older. I mean, he was a musician first, right? And then but I didn't realize how poor he was. Holy crap. Like I didn't realize you came up. Let's just let's leave it all. Like I think we've built yeah. this up as much as we can. Yeah. But you know, the 284 joining us, thanks so much. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. If you guys learned something today, give us a like and subscribe. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to have you around. You want us to tune in for that Sunday episode. It's going to be great. Uh, once again, make sure you like, subscribe, keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We will see you on Sunday. Thank you.